Have you guys ever seen the SNL bit where it's John Tesh when he came out with the NBA on NBC theme? Um, and like Jason Sudeikis plays John Tesh, and then uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Yes. Plays his brother, plays his brother Dave Tesh, and they start playing. They're like, "All right, let's do let's do the song," and and they start playing the music, and then his brother is like, "Blah blah 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 basketball." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really good. I highly recommend uh, that you that you check it out. Are you saying that your family and you just broke out in the song? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, I'm not. I. Uh, currently hiding from my family mm. uh, tight tight no. yeah tight. that's how you do it for thanksgiving yeah we're doing, we're doing the same thing it's we're also home. honestly kind of good though my one brother is home and he's sick i'm like bro <laughs> get the <fuck> away <laughs> oh, oh the halls are are a, a fascinating thing. boy i you guys just ever think about oh go ahead sorry i was gonna say i just realized your last your last name being hall you could your christmas card could be deck the halls every year <laughs> yeah that's actually yeah no that's uh that's a very valid point I, was, I, I know deck could be used for like punching and stuff but i the only thought i have is a christmas card of your entire family standing underneath a deck and it just says deck the halls that's pretty good i i like that a lot, actually. I may talk to my parents about. Uh, <laughs> Might as well take that. advantage of the fact that everybody's at home. Yeah, Just do it. Knock I, it out. I also, um, you said um, the halls, and then I was thinking like the halls are back in town, which led me to uh, the boys are back in town. If you're familiar with that, yeah. Uh, tune. And do you ever think about how fucked up it is that there are like hundreds of Christmas songs, but only one song about the boys being back in town? <laughs> 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 I never thought about it. I mean, it, you really don't. But when you do, you realize it's pretty fucked up. Good, you're a you, good god, man. You're a deep thinker when you're in Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the it brings out the best of me. <laughs> oh man, welcome back, y'all. This is episode seventy-one of NBA, the Yay. podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly. We just talk a lot of shit. Oh yeah, um, like about I, about Christmas cards and the boys about, being back. about Christmas cards <laughs> and deep thinking in Iowa. Uh, <laughs> and we will never tell you. We will never tell you to shut the fuck up and do the podcast. You can do whatever you want, Ted. Jay, you can do whatever you want, and I'm going to inside. I can do whatever I want. That's true. I'm your host, Jay Keelas, aka Rudy Gogurt. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. Thank you. That's thank you. That's thank quality. You. Thank you. Thank you. Nikki and I were talking about this when we did the episode in Vegas. What would you think about, like, on the spot, if we just said, okay, we're going to do a themed NBA pun name? Do you think you could do it if we put you on the spot? Like, what did we do last Like, when time? you say that, we, like, we haven't done anything yet. Oh, we did pasta, I think. Pasta. We did pasta. Right, yeah. Oh. What if, what if we did Thanksgiving foods? Yeah. Can you get a specific Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving one? food NBA name pun. Oh, I got one. Hito Turkigaloo. Yes. <laughs> that's good. I was going to say Jamal mashed potatoes. Yeah, like, that's I, not like very that. I like, like that. that. I mean, that's, that's okay. But it is mac and cheese Biombo. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's good. Hold on. We you going. guys are keep way going. better at keep this. Going. Than me. Keep going. Keep going. We got this. We got this. We got this. Okay, hold on. Uh, Thanksgiving. 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 Um, Shit. Come on. Come on. Uh, uh, um. I can't think of shit right now. Keith Bogenham, uh, Boninham. <laughs> <laughs> For Keith Bogan? Yeah. That was a stretch. That was a stretch. Um, <laughs> I, I would try to like, it's just, like, well, yeah, when you, when you put me on the spot, I have a hard time. It's hard. It's hard on, on the spot. It's funny. I'm better when I'm put on the spot than Kyle I am when I have to think about it. seasoning. So. <laughs> <laughs> biter. Biter. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Well, this is episode 71. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week. And boy, uh, it's the, uh, what's his name episode? Tell me. It's Jason. Uh, Jason Capono episode. Oh, right. Hey. Also, I like how you introduced yourself and then skipped over Nikki and I. Well, we <laughs> and started just... doing puns. We started doing puns. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourselves, you fuckers. Nikki, uh, please. Okay, cool. cool. I, was about to, I was literally about to say the same thing to you, so thank you for being such a gentleman. Uh, I'm Nikki Kiles, a.k.a. Marcin Borstadt. Uh, <laughs> I saw Marcin Borstadt on here. And then the other person I saw on the NBA subreddit would be uh, a.k.a. DeMontis Snowconus. <laughs> Bradley Veal. 
one. <laughs> We're getting better at this. Uh, uh, Tad, introduce, introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, what's up? It's Tad, a.k.a. Caramello Anthony. <laughs> AKA, <laughs> a.k.a. Corey Spaghetti. AKA, hey, let's go! <laughs> a.k.a. CJ McMuffin. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> He's here. He has arrived. <laughs> Oh, I was doing you yeah, well. Yeah, never yeah. come back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is I peaked. I peaked hard. Oh, oh man. really quick. I want. I, I was hear... thinking about. I was thinking about food ones while we were doing the whole, the whole like Thanksgiving thing, and I was like Corey, 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 Corey spaghetti. I'm like, no, that's not. Really thing. I was like CJ, CJ McCall, CJ McMuffin. And I was like, that's really not Thanksgiving either. But I'm like, these are really good. Yeah, fuck it. I do actually love how. We were like, do something for Thanksgiving. You were like, okay, I'm going to come up with like 19 that are not Thanksgiving, <laughs> but they're all very good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Stefan Cranberry. Uh, Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Big time. Nice. That is good. Oh, Lord. That was well, really well done. There's got to be someone who's I am gonna. I'm going to interject with these oh, like throughout throughout the entire episode. I like, think I might be doing that too. They're going to pop into my mind yeah, that I'm just going to be like, head. I got something to yeah, say. Yeah, it's in my head. Um, well, guys, let's let's start let's start by talking about the Sixers, who recently acquired Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, and uh, I was listening listening to a podcast this week. Sorry, I've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast this week, and somebody posed this question, and I want to ask ask you guys the same question. So, Jimmy Butler's looked really good. Yep. Um, what's been interesting in his, um, I guess, getting situated into this situation, is that he's kind of done what he tried to do last year when he went to Minnesota where he kind of took a back seat. Mm-hmm. So he's only averaging like 18 points a game. He's got like five rebounds and like four-ish assists. Yeah. But he looks really good, especially in crunch time. And he's allowing Ben Simmons to kind of play his game without having to worry and or decide whether or not he wants to take a jump shot. And like, I don't know about you guys. I, I know there's like early votes out there for Steph and for Giannis. If it's me, Yo, Joel Embiid is putting up like Shaq numbers. Like he is crazy, doing very well crazy good numbers right now. Um, but somebody asked a question on a podcast, and I want to ask you guys: Is Ben Simmons the Chris Bosh of this this threesome? Oh, I mean, let's not get sexual here. <laughs> <laughs> but of this, of um, this, of this, like team of like three all stars, and by that you mean like. Is he the one who's gonna have to like take a back seat? Yeah, or adjust, wise? or adjust. Yeah. like the one that's gonna have to like force himself out of his. Own I feel game. like, I mean, it happened when he moved to Minnesota, and it seems like he's doing it now when he moved to uh, Philly. I think Jimmy is okay with being the Chris Bosh role, but it did not work whatsoever in fucking Minnesota. So he's like, "All right, looks like I'm gonna have to fucking so take role." Off, yeah, yeah um, different different situation though. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I think like part of part of why they made this trade and like it's 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 becoming more evident now because like he is taking big shots in the fourth quarter and he is like making plays off the pick and roll and and he's doing a lot of the things that they had trouble with last year and frankly he's doing a lot of things that Ben Simmons is incapable of Mm -hmm. like Ben Simmons can't really like he can't dribble off of a pick and roll and hit a mid-range jumper can't do it doesn't have the jump shot capabilities like he can get to the basket, no. but like people are just going to collapse in the paint. So like he can't make you pay for it if you collapse in the paint. And Jimmy can. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not can. a huge, I'm not a huge Ben Simmons guy. I'm just not. I mean, I'm I, at a level. Guys, I picked I'm, him as like a dark horse MVP, like dark, dark, dark horse MVP, <laughs> like real. Yeah, dark horse. I just like, I, like you back know, back of the alley know? sex club MVP. I, t- I said, let's not make this a sex thing, man. Yeah. What did I just say? I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't uh, help it. No, nature. I'm just not. I'm not a huge. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like point guards. I don't like guards that can't shoot. Right. I just don't. I don't like no, I get it. Shoot. I get it. He can't shoot. No, he he definitely can't. I mean, he does. He does what he does really well. I think my thing is, and 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 it was interesting when somebody posed this question, was just like, of the three. It feels to me like, and I think to Nikki's point, like he's going to be the one that takes the biggest step back in terms of like statistical uh, relevance. Like a guy who basically averages like a triple double, he strikes me as somebody who can like, with Jimmy as arguably their number two scoring option now, he's going to drop down to like 
16 points a game, which is still respectable, but it's just like, he just feels like, he feels to me like, and I've, oh my God, I don't know about you, but I've heard so many trade rumors of like, maybe we need to keep Jimmy and get Ben Simmons out of here. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, like I am uh, like very much, um, you know, in, in agreement with you on, on that. Like I, I think, and, and the, the Chris Bosch comparison is fair. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Chris Bosch comparison is fair in that, like, yes, he is going to have to. He statistically speaking, he's going to have to take a step back. He's going to probably have to do some th- tweak his game a little bit, do some different things. I mean, Chris Bosch went out and developed a jump shot. Maybe this is what will get Ben Simmons off his ass and probably well, let's, not get, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying. Like, I, I think um, I think there's a better chance that Jimmy Butler becomes a good, a better three point shooter. Because I mean, he's already not he's not terrible at three point shooting right now, but. I, yeah, and I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you on that. I, I also think, um, you know, one of the other things that I, I think we can we can even talk about here too is like a, a, a kind of guy that I see Ben Simmons sort of like statistically speaking, not not playing the same way, but like um, statistically speaking, like Draymond Green. You know, maybe he averages agree. 13 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. You know, I, I'm, I'll, I'll take that any day. I will take that any day. Like that is not a knock against Ben Simmons. Like if you have, if you told me I have a guy that will give me those kind of numbers on a nightly basis, fuck yeah, I'll take that anytime. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that I'd probably see something like that. It's 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 what I've been most interested in seeing is like it was it, the, the initial question was Ben Simmons doesn't really play off the pick and roll, and Jimmy does, and is Ben Simmons going to play off pick and roll? Which thus far he hasn't really. However, despite that, they've still looked really good next to each other. Yeah, they still they all they all are meshing well, right? Which. And frankly, this was at the end of our, our rundown, but we might as well just talk about it now. Um, it begs the question of, like, where does Markel Fultz fit into all this? And I know, I know, Tad, you have very strong opinions about this, but it did come out this week that his, his attorney is telling the team, and even Brett Brown was caught off guard by this, that he is seeing a shoulder specialist and also uh, allegedly has a wrist injury, which – I, we all follow the NBA. We all follow the rumor circles. We all kind of knew that this was something that people had been talking about, like a nerve, a nerve damage issue in his shoulder that was irreplaceable or like there's all these different rumors. But the question was like, how does he fit in? And now it seems like, I mean, Shams reported today that he wants out. I also would like to point out uh, Shams reported he went out as of an hour ago. Uh, Raymond Brothers, who is Markel Fultz's agent, said that is not true. Uh, he tweeted that it's not true, but then he deleted the tr- the tweet. I'm so fucking confused with this situation. I feel like Shams is getting into a lot of trouble this year. <laughs> I feel like Shams is saying a lot of shit that's not 100%. Well, actually, this one, uh, he was responding to Woj. Oh. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Woj says that he's doing that, and like, but he tweeted it. So, so here, here's my question, um, and this is more of a tad question. Um, Tad, are you excited to have Markel Fultz as an Orlando Magic uh, starting point guard next year? Because that's going to happen. No, dude. I'm excited about DJ Augustine, who's been making plays, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to admit this. The Magic are not bad. They're not bad no, at they're all. Good. They're, they're, good. they're actually really good. Did you see uh, the other night, though, Aaron Gordon hit that three against Toronto? Oh, yeah, against that, Toronto. He, he taunted their bench, and the, the three guys they just, all uh, started laughing. Started laughing. <laughs> so I like to think, I like to think that I he can, didn't like actually please. taunt them, that he probably just said something funny to right, them. Right, 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 right. I like to think that that's what happened, uh, and that you know our best player wasn't yeah, straight up laughed at by the opposing <laughs> team. <laughs> although, you, although, deep down in your heart, you know that's not Yeah, happening. but Aaron Gordon doesn't actually come off as a guy who's going to sit there like fucking – not, not, but he doesn't seem like much of a. No, did you see? I somebody I saw somebody tweeted or or posted an NBA Reddit, maybe it's a post game thread that they were sitting really close to the court, humble brag, and uh, they could <laughs> him talking shit to Kawhi. Weird, weird and Kawhi bro. just like Kawhi's facial expression didn't change, and then like it just slowed down the shit talking until it just finally stopped because <laughs> Kawhi never his face didn't even change, like he didn't even react to it with like a facial expression, like. He's a fun guy. Just a fun guy. <laughs> he likes Dude. stuff and things. He likes stuff. He's fun. <laughs> um, no, so, so so getting back to the, the Markel Fultz topic, like we can't help but talk about it today because, oh, there's the video. Sorry, I'm showing Jay the video. Oh, watch, look at that. Look at that. As look they look all look laugh look at him. Look at that. Look at that. They all just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Uh, I love NBA benches. Yeah. Um, but on the They're Markel Fultz topic, like uh, it's um, – it feels like something we all knew, 
But for whatever reason, like his team just wouldn't fess up to it. It's just this whole situation is so fucking weird. Like it would make sense to me that his inability to shoot would be related to a shoulder injury and not the yips entirely. Although there's definitely some of that, I guess, do you guys, do you buy that there actually is an injury here or is this his team trying to get ahead of the story that is he's mentally soft? I don't, I don't know, but I have two thoughts here. Um, So first and foremost, um, he very well could be injured, but like he, I, like I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to form a cohesive thought on this whole thing. Right. Basically, what the point I want to get to is this has been handled so poorly on both 100%. sides. 100%. Yes. On both sides, the team has coddled him and overly protected him. Then said, "Okay, well, you're back. Shove him into the starting lineup now." Like it just it. I think honestly, all of this has just his career has just been ruined. It's been. Why, I don't think feels like that's why back. it feels like he needs a, a change of scenery. Like he needs. It feels to me like he needs to go to a place like Orlando where there's where people will forget about him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, little to no media coverage. People aren't going to talk about him. He's just going to go there and like fit in with the other he, young guys. He's like six five, right? He's no. like six four. Yeah, six he's, four, he's oh, long. Man. I mean, he's, he's long. He needs, he needs to stop another fitting out and start fitting in. Yeah. yeah. Well, it like it also like it wouldn't to your point, Ted. Like, I don't know. I don't know what part of this is true. Like, I don't know if he really has an injury or he's just like mentally weak. But at the same time, like you look at his shooting stroke before he got drafted, and you look at it now, and there's a noticeable difference. And it's just it's so hard to make a decision between like. Is this like a Chuck Knobloch type thing where like the motherfucker can just can't throw to first base anymore, <laughs> or is does he legitimately have an injury that is like prohibiting him from actually having his natural shooting motion? Uh, it it came out also I, recently. I truly. Uh, I was gonna say real quick. It came out yeah. recently. Charles Barkley said that he doesn't need to see a a, a shoulder uh, surgeon or anything. What Markel Fultz needs to see is a psychologist. One hundred percent. Which yeah, I think that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I love my mama. I love my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that, Larry Johnson? Uh, Oh, that was Muggsy Bones, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Muggsy. Yeah. But I love my mama. I did see. I saw this video, and Nikki, maybe you sent it to the group. I don't know. It might have been on Instagram. It might have been on Reddit. I can't remember. But it was like, it was a video of. Like, like I think it was Joel Embiid like messing around at 76ers practice, and in the background you can see Markel Fultz taking shots, and he's doing that weird double clutch thing. And it's oh, like, yeah, bro, like, like what? Like, like somebody literally comments on it. They're like Markel in the background, and I'm like, yo, dude, like it's it's just it's broken. It's it's legitimately broken. Have like seen- I have a purer jump shot than that dude. <laughs> Did wow. you guys see the his so his new like free throw thing i guess where he like tosses the ball between each hands and then shoots it he it looks smooth he hit the first one in the video that they show you and i was like oh okay cool congrats i guess it's working and then he misses the second one i was like all right this is so like what is he trying to do i think the other big thing is like he's changed like he's he keeps making all these changes yeah. And like, yeah. it's like, okay, like I made this change. It's a bandaid. This will fix it. And then it doesn't fix it. So they're like, okay, right back to the drawing board. Let's do something completely different. Yeah. Like, it's, they just can't play basketball. It's like, clearly, I don't mean that as in. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say like, it's, I was just going to say, I don't mean that like, can't play. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I was just, please I was proceed. Say, it's clearly one of those things where it's just like, it is to your point. It's a, it's a bandage. And it's like, some dudes can make a change like that and you end up being Cal Ripken and then other dudes make changes like that on the fly. Like it's an insecurity thing. It's an insecurity thing of like the eyes are watching. I need this. Now here's, here's, here's the silver lining. He's still averaging nine points a game. No, that's a year. Yeah. He's averaging nine points. You're right. Not a bad, and he's not a bad basketball player. I think what it is, is he was the number one overall pick. A trade was happened. So he could become the number one overall pick and he is playing as a good role player, as a good, not great role player. And everyone's like, what the fuck, Markel? I, you were supposed to be the number one pick. I also can't help but do yeah. some revisionist history here and just be like, I 
feel like he would be better on the Celtics. He would have been better on like, the Celtics. I feel like his role would have been clearer on the Celtics, where it's just mm-hmm. like, look, you're going to back up Isaiah Thomas or whomever or Kyrie. But it was already Kyrie matter. at that point, I thought. And you're just going to come in here and you're, you're going to learn from other people. Yeah. And you're going to come off the bench and do your thing and you're going to play next to Marcus Smart. And that, to me, feels like a better situation for him than like being slotted as like the future starting point guard of this, this future dynasty that yeah. is the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. I, so I agree with you on that. We, we can officially uh, label him a, a bust, right? I think I think at this point we're, we're safe. To do so that. I don't know. I'll, I'll give him like another. I mean, how many years does it take for Oladipo to turn into what he's become? Well, and also like I'm not gonna. So this is kind of a this is kind of a good segue. Sorry, is, sorry to stab at you like that, Tad, but I just had to bring it up. <laughs> no, Wait. it's okay. I mean, I knew that was gonna happen. when We traded him away. Like I, I saw that. I saw that coming. I also yeah. oh my only God, took my two trades. I had to get up off the bed that I was sitting on. I'm like stretching my back while we're talking. Podcasting is hard, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It is, yeah. It's, it's physically demanding work. Um, but this is actually a good segue. Like this is later on on the rundown too. But like, <clears throat> especially with point guards, there have been a lot of guys who age slowly and like, um, not age slowly, but like get better gradually. And and somebody who recently has like and say what you will about the guy, but he's kind of hit his apex is uh, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker has scored 103 points uh, over a two game span versus the Celtics and the other game I'm forgetting. Thank you. The Sixers um, where he dropped 60. Yeah. Um, and that's what, cause Jim, Jimmy hit the game winning shot. And yes. like, How do you feel? He's like, I don't care. Kemba scored 60 <laughs> on me. So, so it, it, he's another guy who like, he comes out of Yukon, wins a championship, like, People aren't really sure what I he is. Forgot he won a championship. He's super inefficient when he comes into the NBA and slowly the most but surely. NCAA. It was. It was the fucking worst. Which game was that one? Him. It was UConn yeah. versus Butler. It was UConn Butler? Oh, so boring. They were like the seven and ten sounds. That just sounds boring. It was one of the most like. Not only was it a boring game, it was like. Neither one of these teams are good. I, I also like watching this. Oh, it was like it was like forty six to fifty one was like the final fucking score. Ooh, it was so, real bad. That's it was gross. So boring. As I say, before we keep talking about Kemba, I would like to just do a small tangent for uh, college basketball. I want to know um, how this is for you guys, but I've been watching a couple college basketball games, uh, and outside of like the four freshmen from Duke, every other uh, like. No, it's four freshmen. I thought it was four. I don't know. Zion, Reddish, and Barrett. Three. And no, there's one more than that. Zion, Reddish, Barrett, and uh, and and Trey Jones. Trey Jones, thank you. Trey Jones, yeah. Those Trey Jones actually speaking of I'm trying to say he's pretty good. Yeah, no, he's good. But what I was gonna say really quick was like I think actually outside of those three, because Trey Jones also fits into this description, all the freshmen in college and some of the sophomores straight up look like children to me. And I thought I'd never hit that point oh, in my yeah. life. And I feel so old. Oh, like, no, dude. Bobo looks – I mean, he's, they say 7'3". I watch these games. He doesn't look 7'3". He looks like he's 5 feet tall and 100 pounds, but I think he's 7'3 and 110. That, that dude's a freak. It, that dude's a watching freak. him, he – whatever – I can't wait for uh, <laughs> uh, Ted. I can't wait for the Magic to somehow trade and pick up Bull Bull so they can have another tall, lanky guy on their team. Dude, just the Long Boys, the Orlando yeah. Long Boys. I mean, <laughs> Change that name. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, name. it's either that or Milwaukee will be like, ah, maybe we could try to grab him real quick. Oh man. Um, so we were talking about Kemba briefly, uh, Tad. You've had a long-standing opinion about Kemba Walker. I, I have been love, a notable Kemba Walker hater. I would I'm love a to no Kemba Walker has, hater. Has he changed your tune this season? Yeah, I'm impressed. I mean, I'm really impressed. Like because uh, he has always, to me, been a high volume shooter and a low volume uh, converter. I guess is the word I'll use. Um, <laughs> you know, like never, never, never. Like was always just horribly, like sort of inefficient, but. Like his numbers that he put up, you know, your casual fans like Kemba Walker averages twenty two points a game. I'm like, yeah, he does it while well, he shoots thirty nine percent from the fucking floor, which is terrible. Um, however, the last two years, last year I thought was kind of a fluke, but last year it turns out is an uptick. 
in uh, the, the <laughs> upward trend that Kemba Walker is currently having. So, yes, Kemba Walker is having a good year. I threw up in my mouth a little bit when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I want to say something really I, quick. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed, say, and I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, he is doing very well. But I just noticed, I was looking at the standings. Um, so, the Charlotte Hornets are in the top of their division. But in the Eastern yes. Conference, they're seventh. Who else is in their division? I can't. Is that is that Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta and Miami in Orlando? Yeah, Miami, Orlando. So it's a Atlanta, really, Miami, oh, Orlando. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the, the, the thing is, like, <laughs> it was there, they, we had we had like a two year stretch where it was like the best division because we had like Miami with LeBron and Orlando with Dwight Howard, and then then it was like just trash. Yeah. yeah that brief, makes sense. brief history of excellence. <laughs> Uh, but here's here's so I, I so Kemba's been a guy who like I've seen he's he's somebody who like started his NBA NBA career off in a way where it's just like uh, is he ever gonna be good at all like he's just gonna be a high volume shooter not even a high volume scorer and he's he has evolved into a a plus scorer a plus ish shooter I mean he still shoots like thirty six percent from the from the three point range. Yeah, like, he's not a great shooter, but he's not a bad shooter. But like, I mean, am I crazy in saying that he's the greatest player in this franchise's history? Well, yeah, because he got picked up when they were fucking, when they were the Bobcats. Bobcats. Yeah. He's the greatest player Dude, in that, no, in that team's uh, franchise history. I mean, I don't that's, think so. That's, you guys ever heard of Steve Jackson? Stop yourself. <laughs> Stop yourself. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds Captain actually Jack. really rude right. to Frank the Tank. Yeah, or, Fat Boris DL, thank you very Fat much. Oh, I love Fat Boris DL. Fat there Boris is DL nothing better. Fat, there. Fat I, I truly DL. love nothing. Yeah, damn it, we gotta stop doing this. I know we're we're too, we're we're all too excited to talk. I was gonna say Fat Boris DL is a a Fat Boy Slim cover band. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I really like that. So, Tad, uh, is it I just, safe I to say lo- that you've changed your tune on Campbell Walker? Yes, uh, I have. Um, I, I really, I really truly have. Like, I'm actually very impressed with with how he's played this season, and uh, he has really assumed like a leadership role, especially with like Nicholas Batum, like just like fell off the face of the earth. Is just like absolutely fucking trash now. Yeah, that whole team. Uh, and they the are playing just not too terrible this season. That, that whole team is trash. They've got Michael Michael Kidd Gilchrist playing yeah. center. Yeah. Also, that game that he scored sixty points against the Sixers. The Sixers, whatever. The rest of the team scored fifty-four. Yeah, uh, so and he also shot it with taking less shots. He had a better shooting percentage than the rest of the team and scored more on less shots. It was so depressing seeing that stat. And, and here's here's the big question. So the big question is: if you're the Hornets and you're looking at your current situation and the landscape, and some of the guys who, and we'll talk about this here shortly, who have recently come on the trade block. Um, is this a situation where it's like, okay, Kemba's at his peak right now. Let's sell high. Or do we try to add another piece to make a playoff run? Because they're literally like they're middling. They're like well, I'm also like, nine. I'm uh, like, I them right here. Uh, they're eight and eight right now. Uh, I'm looking at the rest of the East. I'm sitting here and I'm like, who the fuck's going to kick them out? Uh, who on this list is going to kick them out? They're seventh. Eighth is the magic. You got ninth is the Nets, the Wizards are 10th, then the Heat, and then it's, you know, just a bunch of trash. I still like the Heat better. I think the Heat can make it, but I think in all honesty, sorry, Tad, they might end up kicking the Magic out. No, I mean, like, look, here's the thing. I have, if the Magic finish at, like, 9, like, in the 9 seed, I'm fine with that. Like, if they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, because they got a bunch of young players. Market improvement with those young players, like, I'll be thrilled. Um... There's a little part of me, though, that is weirdly like, no, you fucking idiots, just be bad and get another good pick. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I mean, it's been so fucking long that I've just watched a trash team that, like, I think it goes back to what we talked about last week when it was like, you know, do you root for players? Do you root for teams? And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I root for players. But, like, I also, like, am just so, like, I, I, I'm so invested in that team and I actually just, I, like, genuinely care about how they do that it, it, it does get a little frustrating to just you know lose games non-stop yeah. so, um, so let's just say hypothetically the charlotte Hornets. michael jordan calls you you're the you're john hammond and he's just like hey you want kemba I'm, i mean for who what am, what am i giving you 
don't yeah. know. Let's just say so we have to match up contracts to some extent. Even though he's not getting paid a lot. So yeah, let's Kemba, just, isn't Kemba on a very team friendly he's, contract? He's gonna be a free agent too. So like oh, they've got to make a decision here. Like, they've got to make a decision soon. So they call you and they're like, yo, you want Kemba? We're gonna ask you for let's just say let's say Evan Fournier and Terrence Ross. I mean, yeah, with, with uh, without a second thought. Like if that's if they're I mean, yeah, no, no question. I mean that's a huge upgrade. Yeah, say, that's not that that's what if you go what if we point. say what if we say Terrence Ross and Vooch? As I say, it's Jordan. Yeah, I, he I, wants I, the big I, I'd give him that too. I mean, dude, Vucevic is playing out of his goddamn mind. He this is year, actually. Though, can we so, talk like, about that? I was watching the the Magic game. Uh, was it yet? They played yesterday, right? Yeah, against the against the Raptors, the Magic Raptors game. Um, Vucevic looks amazing out there. I don't know why they don't just fucking trade that guy, man. There's a playoff. I team think we're. I, I, I mean, I think, think we will. I mean, you, you, you've got to keep it. You got to keep in mind he is. Uh, he's in a contract year. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that's important. And as Bulls fans, the NBA remember like, John Salmons. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy, dude. That guy in NBA Two K, like Two K Nine, just unconscious, oh, yeah. unconscious. Yeah. I would do the the mock draft stuff when I would create seasons, and I would always, I mean, later in the draft because I knew when they were going to get drafted, but I would pick up him and Jr. Smith and just say, "Fuck the world," just go off with those two. I used to in NBA 2K8 or 2K9. I used to always do fantasy drafts, and I would always try to get the same players. And it was like Nick Young, John Sammons, Andrea Bargnani, Lamarcus Aldridge, and I can't remember. I would always get like a three-point shooting point guard, and I would literally just do nothing but rain threes. Mm-hmm. I would shoot like seventy threes a game. Great times. Mori ball before Mori ball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we've uh, we've talked about Kemba. We've talked about the Sixers. What I'd like to talk about is um, somebody recently who um, it's we, we talked about this team a little bit last week in terms of like the teams that are the most dysfunctional. They might be taking the lead. Um, the Wizards reportedly came out this week saying they are willing to trade fucking anybody. Yeah, fucking like, fuck take it. them. Actually, take whoever can you I say want. something really quick that I just read? Uh, let me find it. Fuck no, it went away. Oh, actually, really quick. Uh, congratulations to Anthony Davis. He just scored his 10,000th point. Um, but also, uh, talking to Marcin Borstadt, he said, uh, listen, the way I was traded out of that team, it looked like I was the cancer of the locker room. I think that I think that thing was verified, and it was complete explicit probably bullshit. Uh, it is what it is now. That team is a nightmare. John Wall is a nightmare of a team star. I saw... I saw that he moves the least. Uh, he is the what, NBA player uh, that moves the least off the ball. Um, he it's does not move off the ball. Which is wild because watching it's, it's Thunder like, games, Westbrook doesn't do shit when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. I don't know what's he, happening. Yeah, he moves the least, and it, it's not even close. And oh, so, the thing is, like, he's not, a, he's not a good shooter, so he can't stand around and, like, spot up and shoot. Nope. He's he been fucking, a very spotty defender. He's a waste on defense. Yeah, is what I was just about to say. Uh, my cousin and I were actually G-chatting about this. Shout out, Curtis. I know you'll listen to this episode. Um, we were G-chatting about this today. And uh, he thinks uh, – and I'm actually really inclined to agree with his opinion. He's like, where do you think these guys will go? And he thinks John Wall, they'll ship him to Phoenix, which I think is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, so he I wouldn't. can fucking languish, languish would, in the desert. And I actually – I think that's a good destination. I think they have the assets to give up to, to take him. If and you're Orlando, uh, you take him? No, fuck no. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think you do. I, John Hammond would. Come is, on, is he the second round of the playoffs, maybe. Mm. He's not. I'll take. Though. I'll take Bradley. I'll take Bradley Beal. Well, but yeah, I think Bradley Beal. Everybody would take Bradley Beal. So, like I, right now, it's it's not even close. That like Bradley Beal is the hot commodity in that team. Like he is the the desired uh, uh, player of the two. It's not even close. Like John Wall, it's gonna be really really fucking hard to find a trade partner for him. Although there have yeah. been some rumors about him going to New Orleans for like a package of Julius Randle and Nico Miritich, um, which is interesting. It's a way to keep Anthony Davis happy with a star. You can put him next to Drew Holiday because Drew Holiday has shown that he can play the two. It's an interesting idea. So I guess the question is, if, I don't want, if I don't you want have that. to make these trades, 
Well, I was going to say, if you have to make these trades, like where do you see John Wall fitting best and where do you see Bradley Beal fitting best? I don't know if I see John Wall fitting anywhere. Uh, I think him. I'll tell you where John Wall fits in. I'll tell you where. The New York Knicks. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, it's true. Wow, that is perfect. It's true. I don't want to. I don't want to. The next, Stephon Marbury, right there. There it is. Like, Kemba feels to me like somebody who would be great as a New York Knicks. He's a New York kid. Like he had some big games in the Garden when he was in the Big East. He feels like somebody who would be a really good Nick. I think I think he probably thrives yeah, I off of it. I feel like the same thing would happen to him that happened with Oladipo in uh, uh, Indiana. Also, by the way, the the um, the Hornets are now nine and eight. They just beat the Pacers. I just saw that happen. Take that, Indiana. Uh, so look at that, perfect. Uh, both of them talking about. But yeah, I feel like going back to New York would be great for Kemba. Is, is there any team in the NBA that could use John Wall? Like the the Pelicans definitely interested. The Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks. The Knicks sure. could use John Wall. The Knicks. The could, Detroit Pistons could use. The, the Knicks Wall. could take Otto Porter. They'd be psyched to get Otto Porter. <laughs> the, hell, the Knicks the would probably be also happy with Kelly Oubre. That's true. <laughs> Sounds so real. Say it for, real assholes to the Knicks. I'll say it for the third time. The Pistons. The Pistons could use John Wall. Ooh, I'm okay with that. I don't hate because I don't have any problem with their point guard situation, but I don't think it's the Bills. Yeah. Also, uh, fuck, also fuck Detroit. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But they gave us Detroit-style pizza. That's true. I do like Detroit-style pizza. I don't know what that is. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, I was talking it's, about it with Adam Johnson yesterday. I don't know what Detroit-style pizza is. It's a thicker crust with a caramelized – it's caramelized crust, and it's thick, kind of more bready-ish. They're square crust. Yeah. Square crust. So it's like think deep dish, but you know what? Square. You know what? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what that is, and that's it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's, it's solid it's pizza. I will yeah. agree with you there. Also um, – what the hell was I uh, gonna say? Um, oh, St. Louis style pizza is a blight. I've heard that. I've heard that. It's like eating cardboard, man. It's like eating like so- like cardboard slathered. Oh, in now you want to talk about uh, shitty man. pizza? Jay and I got you beat. Just all of Florida. Yeah, you've never been to Orlando. You said that many times. Go to Orlando. Try to have pizza there. Holy shit. I guess that's you what you where... get when you make marinara sauce that has water that's like been pissed in it by gators and people who go to Disneyland. Right. Like, it's not going to taste the best. Right. It's Shamu's pool water. You yeah. know where you get good pizza? A little place called Casey's in Iowa. Ooh. <laughs> that's what I said to that. I've been to Casey's many a times. For the listeners, do not go to Casey's for your pizza. <laughs> They try to sell this taco pizza. Oh, you shut disgusting. your mouth. It's you fucking disgusting. Stop it. That's so gross. Pizza, Casey's pizza is delightful. That is just I, a nice little slice of Americana right there. If you shut your mouth. If, you if I was in the same I wouldn't do anything to cause you any physical harm, but I would very much show you the displeasure that is currently on my face. I was going to say I'd smack you, but then I was like, that's not true. I that's could never. True at all. <laughs> so here's what I will say, guys. If you want to hear about real food opinions, you should listen to Eat Yay Love. It's our food podcast uh, where Nikki, oh, myself, and our friend Matt, we talk about food once a week. You should check it out. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at, I'm looking at more NBA stuff. Dwight Howard, his injury right now is gluteal soreness. Yeah, that means somebody punched him in the butthole. <laughs> Isn't that I thought you were going to say fucked him in the butthole. I, I wasn't going to go there, Tad. This is a also, podcast. This is the uh, this is the starting lineup that the Cavs have tonight for the return of LeBron James. Colin Sexton, Rodney Hood. <laughs> That's already funny. C.D. <laughs> Osman, David Nwaba, and Tristan Thompson. Yeah, that's bad. That is a very because uh, JR's gone. JR's gone. Oh, He's like, fuck this team. Over. He's like, I got my ring. I've got a a, a lifetime supply of Henny. I've gotten all, everything I need out of Cleveland. Dude, LeBron James is like Attila the Hunt. He just comes in. He ravishes. He I, I legit was reading an article before we started. Apparently, the second he stepped, like he announced, I'm moving to LA. The economy in Cleveland. Like nearly disappeared. Duh! It's fucking Cleveland. <laughs> I would. I get it, but also like, like someone was like, I guess once LeBron left, so did all the fans, and I was like, oof, everything, that is sad. Everything. Um. So we talked about John Wall, Bradley Beal. Where's Bradley Beal? Is like super. Now he hasn't had a great season. I'll tell you, I'll tell you where Bradley Beal is going. Tell, tell me. Tell me. He's gonna end up in L.A. Whether it's in a Clippers or Lakers uniform, that Probably. is TV. Oh, he'd be fun with the Clippers. Gonna Probably. He's gonna I end up like the Clippers. <laughs> so if, good. I, if I had to pick like a dream, like a dream matchup for him, I would love to see him in Philly, or 
Toronto. I would love. Oh, yeah, Toronto. See, I just, I don't. Neither of those teams have the assets to get him. I don't no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, dream scenario. Like, yeah, I would love to see him in Toronto. Like, I, so, so hypothetical, hypothetical question. You're Milwaukee. Washington calls you and say, "Hey, Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, straight up." Yes oh, or no? No. Uh, no. I'd say no. Really? Nah. Yeah. Because Bradley Beal, I feel like Bradley Beal is kind of close to the prime as he's gonna get. And Chris Middleton, he's, I feel he's younger than Chris Middleton. Yeah, I think he, Chris Middleton's gonna get better. He is young. I, I actually agree with Nikki's statement there, and I also think um, you've got a good thing going in Milwaukee right now. Yeah, and, there ain't no reason to do uh, that shit. Wow. Like, I'm not gonna put that I, evil on them. Okay. I just yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think because so. in I all mean, honesty, I know I, I, every. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Please. I was gonna say I know everyone is probably being like John Wall's the reason everything is shit over there, but that we don't actually know what happens if it is Bradley Beal or what no, if we, it's Otto Porter. We, we do know John Wall sucks. <laughs> I know. Um, so how about this? How about this? Okay, so you are Oklahoma City. Okay, and Oklahoma City's like, hey man, whatever you got <laughs> for Bradley Beal. For Bradley Beal, whatever you got, whatever you got. I would love to see Bradley oh. Beal in Oklahoma City. You know what my dream scenario for Bradley Beal is? Damn. Playing in Orlando. It's <laughs> <laughs> my, my dream. Okay. I was going to say How this. this. How about this for you, Jay? Uh, I don't know who it is, but is it Gar- Garpax gets the phone call? I don't remember which one's running that sort of situation. Yeah. Neither one of them in the yeah, Michael but Reinsdorf. They get, a, they get a phone call, and they're like, hey, how's it going? Bradley Beal for, uh, I don't know, Zach Levine. Is that cool for you? Uh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Zach Levine and I don't know. Although Zach Levine's been better than Brad. He has been playing very good this season. Um, Would you give up Laurie for Brad Beal? I was going to say that. Or Wendell. Man. So I feel weird answering this question because I haven't seen Laurie play this season. My initial gut reaction is no. No. Yeah. I would say no. I don't think he fits our timing. But let me ask you this. So, like, if, if, I'm Toron- if I'm Toronto and I'm like, yo, Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka's contract for Bradley Beal. Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka's contract for can- – um... No. No, no. That team's good because of Ky- – I mean, like, not because of Kyle Lowry. Oh, Kyle Lowry's having a good season. Go because he's, All right, such, let's take it, let's because take it he's back. such a good point. Let's, let's take it a step back. Let's, let's assume that they want to keep Kyle Lowry. With Kawhi, but they want to add Brad Beal. And we're calling you and we're saying, hey, Serge Ibaka, Danny Green for Bradley Beal. Yes. Take it or leave it. Yes. That one I for sure take. I mean, I'd take, I'd take, I'd take that with, oh, so fast. without a second thought. No yeah. picks. No picks. I think. No picks. I feel like they would probably be like also like, I don't know, OG or something if like I'm, that. If I'm the Wizards in that situation, I'd ask for those two guys, and then you'd have to give me Van Vliet or uh, yeah, OG. Or Van Vliet might work or OG. Is what I'm or or LCJ Miles. Yeah. yeah, one of you gotta get. You, I need an extra one of those bench mob for Bradley Beal. I'm Minnesota, okay, and I call you Washington, okay. Bernie Grunsfeld, and no, I say, not your Jay, <laughs> and I say, okay, guys, I'd like Bradley Beal, and in exchange, I'm gonna trade you Andrew Wiggins and Derrick Rose. Nope, Andrew Wiggins and uh, Tyus Jones. I like Tyus. Either so, I um, I'd honestly take. I would be okay with that. Minnesota. If it may, um, if it may get rid of getting rid of Andrew Wiggins and all honesty, I take that. I mean that's yeah, an upgrade. I think you're taking yeah, a Minnesota an upgrade. Side. I'm I, from I the mean, Washington like, side. I honestly, from the Washington side. Oh Ted. no, 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 no! I would not. <laughs> I wouldn't. If I'm so, if I'm Washington, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want Andrew. I don't like Andrew Wiggins. Like that's the thing, though. I'm biased against Andrew. I don't like Andrew Wiggins. I don't think he's that good. Uh, I honestly, I, I agree with if I am, if I'm, if I'm the GM in that situation, I'm looking at it and I'm like, hmm, Derrick Rose is the valuable piece. In this yeah, trip. I was <laughs> literally about to say this. Derrick Rose is currently 11th in NBA in three point shooting, shooting 47.3 percent for the season. Oh my gosh! So he's averaging 19, four and five with a shooting splits of 46, 47, and 83. Yeah, that's surprising. His, I mean, his, his field goal percentage is almost—it's almost forty-seven. He's having a good season. Yeah. Um, last it's question like, before we wrap like, up tonight. Like he's shooting like forty-six point five. Forty-six point five. Okay, ish. Um, last question before we wrap up tonight. I know we had LeBron in the rundown, but I don't, I don't want to talk about, about LeBron. Um, yeah. What? Let's is, go around. Uh, here's let's what go I have to say about LeBron's fifty points. 
get it. LeBron's 50 points, uh, it was actually incredible. It looked like he did that without any effort. That's all. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but yeah. it was impressive. Yeah, and, and a lot one, of people – He got that without – go ahead. No, I was just going to say a lot of people got mad about like, oh, well, Jamal Murray tried to go for 50, blah, 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 and LeBron did the same thing with 16 seconds left, but it's just like – He's LeBron, yeah. and people go to watch LeBron. Bingo. Done. End of argument. End of argument. Just stop. He's LeBron. Like, when you, go, when you went to go see Michael Jordan back in the day, you hoped he scored 50. Yeah. Like, when you, you go do. see Steph Curry, you hope he's going to break some scoring record. That's yeah. what you're looking for. Jamal Murray is just like, yeah, he's pretty good. He's Canadian, right? That's cool. Yeah, right. That's it. So. That's all you think. Um, so, the question I had was, um, to wrap up this podcast, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, which is tomorrow as of this recording, yeah, what are you guys most grateful for in this NBA season thus far? Tad, let's start with you. I'm grateful for I, – I, first and foremost, I just want to say I'm grateful that I get to do this podcast with you all. Oh, <laughs> that's so adorable. I'm very Likewise. grateful for that. I am gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I don't think anybody ever would have thought that I would say. I am grateful for Derrick Rose's resurgence. Woo! Okay, yeah, I, I am. That. I am so here for that. It has been. I I'm, I love it. I actually really am enjoying it because the last couple seasons, um, you know, I know he was averaging like 18 points a game, but he wasn't doing it very efficiently. Uh, he wasn't playing in a ton of games. And now this year, like it is, it, it has been just a, a joy to watch. And yeah. I, I am excited and I'm, I'm very, I, you know, I really appreciate just him and his perseverance as a player. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm thankful for Derek Rose's research. I, I feel like him, Lou Williams, Eric Gordon and jo- Jamal Crawford were all hanging out, maybe playing poker or something. And one of them like, so you try to get that six man. And he's like, I think I am. And they're like, Let's do it, bitch. Because all four of them are doing pretty good. Well, no, no, no. no. Lou William and Derek Rose are doing very good. Yeah, Eric, do- Eric oh, Gordon's Gordon doing terrible. Yeah. Eric I forgot about how like bad he's doing right now. percent from the field. Yeah, he's Eric so Gordon's bad. actually having a very bad season. He's so bad. And Jamal Murray's barely getting off the bench for the Suns. Jamal Crawford. Thank you. Jamal Murray plays for the Nuggets. Yeah, and often. Yeah. Nikki, what are you most grateful for this season? Um, I think I am most grateful for... We're only choosing one. I feel like I have a lot. Oh, shit. One yeah, my other one is John. I'm grateful for John Hammond too. I mean, like, he was like <laughs> I mean, I am. I'm grateful for him. Cut him off. Let me hold on, Nikki. Before you get up, let me continue. I have a. I've got some words prepared. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't have anything. And the media of Orlando <laughs> and my mom for listening to this podcast and supporting the Orlando Magic with me. My Thank mom you. is in the other room. Do you want me to go? I will get my mom to say hello on this podcast. <laughs> he is be, one of our most. That would be amazing. Yes, do it. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll text her right now. I'll tell her to come in here. <laughs> that would be amazing, Nikki. I, what are you most grateful for? I, I was I'm I'm most grateful for two things. I'm, I don't care. I'm saying two things. One, uh, this stat that I just found, Giannis Antetokounmpo. My, my love uh, has 35 unassisted dunks in 15 games. Behind him, tied for second most, are Ben Simmons and Zach Levine with 11. Thank you, Giannis. Freak. And thank you, Bud, for helping him out because uh, he's hitting threes now, so that's beautiful. I would also like to thank the Chicago Bulls defense uh, because it is a lot of fun watching games go. I mean, this is not basketball-related. How much fun was it watching that Monday Night Football game? Because it, the final score was like 53 to 50 uh, so, or something like that. Fifty, I think it was 53 to 52 or some shit. That was amazing. You know how much fun it is to watch the Bulls score 115 points but then lose by 12? Like, it's hilarious. And also, every time uh, a player runs right past anybody on the Bulls, it's fun to see Wendell Carter, like, get in there, get some blocks. I'm like, hey, look at him. He, he's – He's getting he's being thrown into the fire defensively and, and he I think he's coming out very well. So I have thanks for the terrible Bulls defense. I am thankful. I was hold on. Wait, oh. Jay, I don't want to cut you off. I just I have my, my mother here who just oh, wants to say oh, my what? God. I'm, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her one of my ear my <laughs> ear. <laughs> hello, hello. 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 
Hi, hey! Paul. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Shay. This is Nikki. Hi. Hi. We, Hi. We hear that you are a huge fan of our podcast, and we just want to, we're in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we just want to say that we're grateful for you listening. Yes. Well, awesome. Well, I do enjoy it. It is interesting, you know, all the yelling and the, I don't know, crazy stuff you guys say. Yeah, definitely fun. Interesting is what we aim for. So we're, yeah. we're glad that we're hitting our, our mark. So thank you so much for thank listening. Thank you. And thank yeah. you so much for coming hey. on the podcast. You bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. And that, that was, was Talking With Liz. Wow. Talking With talking Liz. Talking With Liz. Uh, so, so to wrap things up here, uh, I don't know how I'm going to meet that. That's, I that's, don't know. That's you, tough. You're, you're screwed. Um, she sounds so friendly. I know. Uh, <laughs> she's a nice lady. I would say I mean, this. I had to be to raise a kid like me. You know what I'm that's saying? true. You are awful. Uh, <laughs> so um, here's what I will say. The thing that I am most grateful for this, this year because I was very bullish on this guy last year and he didn't have a great rookie season. De'Aaron Fox. Oh yeah. He's is going good. to be the most. Uh, I'm great that too. That's my boy. I loved him at Kentucky. I loved his passion. He is averaging 18.2 points per game, 4.1 rebounds and 7.4 assists. All. It sounds stupid to say all career highs, but like substantially higher than last year. And the Kings are fun and they're not terrible. They are and they have surprising. been terrible for so long. So like, on behalf of Sacramento Kings fans, I am grateful for you, for De'Aaron Fox. And that is what I'm grateful for on this episode. I think, I think there's going to be a, a point where we're going to have to do a segment about how you can talk to your children about a good Kings team. <laughs> it's really, really hard. It's weird. It's real, real hard. It's, hey, guys. You know, it's, 2000, it's 2002, and then uh, – well, we're still waiting. So, <laughs> things – hopefully so. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, anything we want to plug before we wrap up today? Uh, no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, follow me on Twitter. I guess yes. Twitter at at the real or no, not at the real T Hall. That's uh, outdated. At Tad Hall underscore. <laughs> uh, you can follow me there. Um, there it is. Yeah, that's really all I got. There it is, Nikki. At Nikki Palooza. Bam, that's it. All social media, that's what it sounds like. There it is. You can follow me at J underscore Keyless. You can follow MBA on M- on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MBA Pod. Please give the podcast a five-star rating and review. We would really appreciate it. Uh, we've, getting, we've been getting a lot of listens lately. So, like, you're out there. I know you're listening. Say what's up. Give us a review. Give us give us a, a, a rating. Let us know what you're thinking. Send us an email at the network at gmail.com. We got to run a campaign like Diddy did. Raider oh, die. Like die, but yeah. die. I will shave my head if we get twenty reviews this month. In one one month. In the will month of December, me? if we get will twenty you? reviews, twenty extra reviews than what we have will currently, I will shave my head. Will you let me? Will you let I, me do it? I will let Tad shave my head live awesome. on Facebook if we get twenty reviews this <clears> month. I'm gonna dude, I'm gonna be texting. That's it. Tell the people. Tell the people. All right, guys. Well, for Nikki, for Jay, for Tad, this has been MBA. I fucked up the rhyme. Doesn't matter. That's not it. We're out. <laughs>